Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. complicated question i'm living on cheese sticks and grapes right now that's how i am that's probably what i'm going to live on for the next week cheese sticks grapes and coffee um because it is fair week in our household right now and so that takes all of the energy yeah i've seen some pictures preparing for and all of that Mm -hmm. there was a picture that you posted um and I had to look at it a little while, and I'm still a little confused about it, honestly. Okay. okay. There was a picture that you posted of this little girl, and I, or not a little girl, like this teenager, basically. <laughs> and she's standing, like, in front of this table, and, like, she was in pictures with the, your other kids. And, like, I don't know who that was. I don't know if that was an accident, <laughs> because I know for sure. That was not your middle. <laughs> Devastating, right? Like, it's just not okay. I've had some video chats with your kids lately, and, like, I've noticed a lot of, like, changes in your oldest as far as, like, voice and mannerisms and his suave hair flip. <laughs> <laughs> has very specific hair that he wants to maintain and he has lots of opinions about that and he also has facial hair you saw that in pictures yeah oh i will be devastated when you visit it's it's terrible (laughs) it's actually terrible like yes so um gosh he'll listen to this someday and maybe be embarrassed but he doesn't listen to it now so mama's your boys are starting to get hair check in with them because he was kind of embarrassed and instead of coming to us about it, he was plucking it. He was oh. plucking his little mustache. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris and I had a conversation with him about, you know, this is mom. Daddy shaves all the time. You're welcome to shave. If you don't like it, please don't pluck it because that's not good for you. 
for your facial hair and you might want a really cute mustache someday and you'd be really sad if you missed it. Um, so he is shaving the regular um, and well past taller than me. Like, if there's no question anymore, there's no, is he, isn't he, like, he's well past taller than me. I was standing the other day and he had to reach, he can put his chin on top of my head. And that I was, it's weird. It's like, it's like, I have to figure out how to hug a man when I was hugging a boy and he's still my son. And y'all, this season is strange because it's strange for them too. Like they're, they're, they're unfamiliar with their bodies and their bodies are changing really fast. And, um, they've had to have lots of developmental conversations and this is what's coming next and um we need to undergird it for the middle um so yeah it's it's wild she, she told me and because we're doing 4-h this week and because a whole bunch of people in 4-h knew me as a teenager i can't tell you how many comments I've gotten about she's your double like she is straight up your double it, I can't tell you what it's done for my people because I think my middle I mean all my kids are gorgeous but my middle is absolutely stunning <laughs> for people to say that I look like her I'm like oh thank you I will take that and put it in my pocket for when I feel bad like, <laughs> so yeah, I've seen I've seen pictures and I've said the same thing. Like there was one that you posted on the podcast Instagram not long after we started. And I was like, nah, try. That is not you. That is your middle. And you have aged this image. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we've got several like that. And I my mom said it from the time. Edie's hair started getting color because when she was born, her hair was white blonde. Like it looked like she had no hair, even though she did. She looked absolutely like no eyebrows, eyelashes, anything. She was super white blonde. But once she started getting any kind of color in her hair, my mom was like, She looks like you. She looks like you. She is you. She looks like you. I was like, No, I don't think I was that cute. Like, I really, I just don't. And so she's like, You want me to show you? (laughs) So I think Edie was like a year and a half and she started pulling out pictures and from then I go back to those pictures and I'm like oh yes all of them like just as we get older she looks like me that's that's right okay so we're we're yesterday was the dog show gonna talk about this later so because we're getting older we also have the how do I put this delicately the emotional challenges of preteen, uh-huh. hormonal, like, you know, you just struggle. Everything feels bigger. Everything feels uh-huh. scarier or, or harder or whatever. And so she had her uh, dog obedience show and showmanship yesterday. And bless her heart, I thought she was going to blow up. She was so nervous. Like, I've never seen her this nervous before. And just struggling so hard with those emotions. And I was like, we had done this last year. I think you'd actually been less nervous because you wouldn't have had the extra hormonal energy going on. Um, she made it and she did it and she did awesome. 
and she didn't lose her cool, even though Ember didn't do what she wanted her to do all the time, which was really hard because I could tell she wanted to, like, she wanted to, like, flip out. <laughs> so she kept her cool, and she did really good. So it's wild, guys. I really don't remember if I've talked about this before, and I'm sorry if I have a broken record, but I really thought we had more time. Like, I thought we were going to be having these conversations and these issues when they were 12 and 13. And they're 9 and 11. We're going on 10, but still, 9 and 11. And I'm like, oh, no. We're supposed to have more time. I, I really thought I had more time. So, guys, if someone told you, if someone lied to you, that you've got until 12 or 13 to deal with these things, they're wrong. They lied to you. Oh, God. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was 11, I think, when mine started. Yeah, we haven't got there yet, but I expect it soon. Like all the hormones, the emotions. Now, at 13, that absolutely ramped up for me. Mm -hmm. I remember clearly sitting in my room thinking, I hate everyone. <laughs> everyone on this earth is so mean to me no one understands me <laughs> now I'm like oh god help me when I have my own teenager uh -huh. <laughs> so when I was uh, between the ages of I think 13 and 16 what I wanted to be when I grew up was a hermit I hated people so much. I was like, I am going to live completely by myself with my horse where nobody else lives. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I don't yep. want to be around people ever. <laughs> I was so dead with people. I was like, nope, none of them. Never again. I want to be a hermit. That's my life goal. <laughs> oh. Well, this is our catch up episode. Mm -hmm. And boy, have we had some stuff this month. Oh my gosh. I'm taking trips, but I'm so much tireder than the months that I took trips. Have you seen it in your calendar? I like picked up my phone and I got a list of celebrity like gossip columns. <laughs> and if you saw the last episode, <laughs> well. You know that I can't resist a good drama. And I was like, Kevin Costner did what? <laughs> well, oh, for us, you all know we already have a lot of chickens. So, of course, we need more chickens. That's what we need is more chickens. Of course. Chicken though, right? So, we talked about the fox last up and now we lost some of the pet chickens and lesser heart my mom helped us replace those and now we have like 20 pet breed chickens because they really are not useful for anything else like they're not big enough to eat they're bandies they're little and their eggs are small they we don't sell their eggs like they're just cute like that's all they are um and then I had already ordered back in January 
the chickens that I want to use to breed so that we don't have to order chicks anymore. And they came a week after, about a week after the little useless, uh, not useless, but pets, the pet chickens. So we have like 35, 40 more tiny birds in our Y'all, I am certifiable nuts. Why did I do this? Why did I do this? Yeah. So, yeah, we have, we have all the chicks, and that happened this month. And they're fun. I mean, they're really cute for a little while. But let's just hurt my husband. The last time he had chicks, he just, please, I don't want chickens in my house anymore. Can we please not have chicks in my house anymore? <laughs> and I was like, sure. So we kept them in the house for a week so I could make sure they were healthy and everything. And then um, we actually have a second chicken coop now. My mom and dad gave me one of their old chicken coops. So one coop has all the adult chickens. One coop has all the chicks in it. We've got a heat lamp out there for them, of course, and all that kind of stuff. So we have so many chickens. Yeah. Chickens, Amanda. <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of new pets, yes, 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 yes. I have a new pet. Mm-hmm. I I wish you could put him on the video. I absolutely wore my husband down. <laughs> <laughs> You've been working on this for like years. I didn't mind as much until we moved into this house. Like he's allergic to cats. He's allergic to dogs, but I knew there was ways around the dog. Just get a hypoallergenic one and look at that problem solved. Let's get this dog. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. Also, my word. So normally I apologize for uh, yawning. Normally, the night before we record, I will sleep in the office where we record. Like, there's a bed in here, and it's the most comfortable bed in the house, and I love it. My favorite. Uh, But I've traumatized my child with this room, and I'll get to that later. I don't think I've told you about this yet, either. It's been horrible. It's it's people that I don't actually know very well are coming up and asking me if I want to come live with them, if I need a place to stay. It's that bad. Um, But that's a whole other thing. But we are recording this on July 4th. And last night, our neighbors all around us decided to celebrate because everybody has to go back to work on Wednesday. And so you celebrate the day that you have the next day off. And so they all around us celebrated with fireworks. It started at seven. That bugs me. Like, you should see them. Like, why are you doing this when the sun's not down? I was shocked. And then, um, when, like, I'm having trouble falling asleep. There are also hormonal things going on that I'll talk about later. But I'm having trouble falling asleep, staying asleep. 
And then when Shane came to bed, I was like, oh my gosh, can you believe that our neighbors are actually being considerate and stopping fireworks at 11 p.m.? And he's like, oh my gosh, you're right. The neighborhood is quiet. So at 1230, we find our second wind. And I heard fireworks as late as 3 a.m. Oh, my gosh. So that was fun. I never partied. (laughs) Yeah, me either. Never that person. Like, I I stayed up at your house. I don't know, a handful of times. Yeah. But it did set up too, and I'm literally falling asleep. Yeah. Or on the couch or wherever I'm sitting and passed out. And even when we were in college, we like never made it past one in the morning. Like, if we were doing game nights or watching a movie or something like that, I was like, nope, sorry, y'all. I like my sleep too much. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the rest of them did, but I was like, I'm done. I'm going to bed. <laughs> but um, anyway, so, like, yeah, that's why I'm yawning. Uh, but when we moved into this house, we realized we had a mold problem. But around the same time, Uh, There were a couple of strays that came in and our neighbors across the street took them in. And then our other neighbor, like, if you see a picture of where we live, Diana may be able to explain it a little better. We live in like a diamond. And so my house is here and I have a house directly across the street. But then we share two next door neighbors that are here and here. So, my neighborhood is a circle. We live at the edge of the circle, mm-hmm. and we we border the main road. And so we have four neighbors or three neighbors, and two of them have cats. And so we would tell them, like, "Please let your cats come into our yard. Please, we need help with this problem." And they did, and the problem was fixed. Well, then my neighbors directly in front of me moved and took all of their cats with them. And then the couple that moved in had one cat, and I was like, okay, okay, that's great. Well, that cat cat met a traumatic end. In front of the children. <laughs> it's trauma drama. I'm so glad Tori wasn't there. Yeah, me too. Like, she would have just completely expired on the spot. It would have been so bad. My neighbor's husband came out later, like, after he got home. And I was like, um, and he's, like, looking for the cat. And I was like, what you doing? No. He's like, well, she said that it lived. She saw it live and and it ate all of this food. And I was like, oh, oh, honey. The dog ate that food. 
Yeah, a cat did not eat that food. No. And I was like, your cat's over there. And he goes, oh, how do you know she's still there? I was like, oh, she's there. (laughs) But then our neighbors over on this side of us, like the, the side of us, the one that we, one of the two that we share is also moving and I'm devastated, but she's taking her cat. You've been close to them. Pretty much since you moved in, like they've been a really, really great neighbors for you yeah. guys. We moved in two weeks apart. And I have loved every second of living beside of them. They are wonderful, wonderful people. Um, I'm devastated they're moving. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But... I told Shane, I was like, hey, we're going to need to do something about this. Like, we, we're losing all the neighborhood cats. Uh-huh. And a mole problem is not just going to be a problem for us. It's going to be a problem for everyone. And the only wise thing I've ever heard Matt Roloff say is if you don't take care of your moles, they're going to be your neighbor's problem, and then you're going to have to take care of the moles and your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, here, we need a cat. He's like, no, a cat would kill me. I was like, well, we need a cat. No, a cat would kill me. And I talked to my cousin that's a vet, and I was like, man, I really want a cat. And my little loves cats. We figured this out in October, thanks, or at Halloween. He is obsessed with cats. Whenever we FaceTime, sometimes we bring the cat in the picture, and she's like, oh, Yeah. So, like, I tell my cousin, like, oh, we met your cat, and he loved him, and, like, I wish we could get him a cat, but my husband's allergic, and she's like, oh, well, there's food for that now and I was like yeah but it's probably really expensive she's like yeah it is well then her mother-in-law who is also my cousin found a and I guess I should probably be more specific because that sounds weird so I am and your mother-in-law are cousins yeah (laughs) so I have a cousin. (laughs) I have a cousin named Rocky. And Rocky has a son. And so obviously Rocky and her son are my cousins. And then he gets married to a veterinarian. There you go. And so like that's my cousin too. Especially since we are all super close. But like her mother-in-law, Rocky, is the one who found the cat. And put it on Facebook. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's just something. Like, I knew that was a family member. 
And as soon as I saw pictures of him, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is my cat. I just know that this is my cat. And I asked Shane for a cat. And he's like, no, a cat's going to kill me. And I showed him the pictures. And he was like, that's a really cute cat. And I was like, what if it was an outside cat to help with the moles since all the other cats are leaving? And he's like, don't make me say no. And I was like, okay, I'm really sorry. And he's like, besides, that cat can't live outside. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, it could. He's like, no, I don't know a lot about cats, but I know that cat can't live outside. And I was like, oh, watch this. And I text the vet and I was like, hey, can this cat, like, my husband wants you to tell me that this cat is too young and too small to live outside. And she's like, actually, he would prefer to live outside. It would be kind of perfect. And I told him and he was like, somebody else probably wants him more. And I text my other cousin. I was like, if nobody claims this cat, let me know. She's like, okay, well, then a few days later, I text her back, and I was like, did anybody claim the cat? And she's like, nope. Are you on your way? <laughs> and so Are you here yet? we went by to meet the cat, and as soon as the vet showed him to my little, he goes, I love you, kitty. <laughs> Could not stop petting him. So... We have a cat now, and it is absolutely 100% my son's cat. You know Tori's not set that cat down when she gets there. Oh, he's going to prefer that. <laughs> he thinks he's a dog. He asks for belly rubs regularly. But he then proceeds to kill you after the belly rub, because that's what our cat does. She thinks she wants a belly rub, and you pet her belly exactly twice, and then she kills you for it. No, he loves it. He'll just lay there. And then when you're done, he'll just get up and wander over to one of the plants in the yard and just passes out. Love it. It's adorable. Oh, anyway. Oh, another new development of something we have. I have. We have. I'm going to consider it a weed thing. And I am obsessed. It's my third one. Mm -hmm. uh, but the other two, like one's a ribcage tattoo, and so you can't see it. And the other one is a back tattoo. And so you really only see that one when I have on a bathing suit. And so this is the only one that's visible. And I love it. It is wonderful. Um, I feel like they did such a good job. It makes me happy every time I see it. But it and is it's very visible for you too. So you see it a lot. Like you don't really yes. see the other two very much. Yeah. I have never obviously physically seen one of my tattoos. <laughs> I've only ever seen it in pictures and in the mirror. <laughs> my eyes have never seen it. Um but uh it is my little thumbprint and I love it it makes me so happy <laughs> it's 
thinking about a tattoo. Mm-hmm. I just have to make it money and and save money for it because I'm kind of broke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've got some ideas that I really like. I had decided I was done. Like once I got this one, there would be no more. And then I got this one and I was like, oh, but I'm trying to talk my mom into a tattoo. That's not going well, but I'm trying. I still love that idea. I told her the other day I found a, uh, like I was just scrolling through Pinterest and it came up and it was like right here. So it could still be hidden fairly well. And we loved Gilmore Girls. And it says, the, the mom says, where you lead? And the daughter said, I will follow. And you have dragonflies for the dragonfly in. Um, I was like, mm-mm. Mom. Yeah, your mom's never getting a tattoo. Yeah. I asked if we could get umbrella tattoos on our ankles, too. And she was like, that's dumb. And I was like, an Omnia Paredes. <laughs> love that your mom has no filter. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's horrible and sometimes it's glorious and I love it. That's dumb. Yeah. She was like, why in the world would we get uh, umbrella tattoo? And I was like, yeah, not me a mother. <laughs> and she was like, what does that even mean? I was like, how many times have we seen Gilmore Girls? How many times have we watched the entire series? The week of Thanksgiving for the last five years. We have seen Gilmore Girls the entire series together pretty much. Because it comes on up TV. Seven days of Gilmore Girls. And every day is the new season. Like it's a different season. And then this time... On Thanksgiving Day, or maybe the day after, they did uh, A Year in the Life from Netflix. And those are four two-hour episodes. And I was like, we have seen all of this now. Why? Why do you not know that that's for the Life and Death Brigade? (laughs) You know that, like, I've not watched it more. Ever? I think I've seen maybe part of an episode once. (laughs) I will create a must-see list. Okay, sounds good. Starting with the very first episode I ever watched that honestly, like, I'm glad that was my first episode. I have seen this series every single episode at least five times. And that's not counting me catching like the reruns on TV. Um, the very first episode I ever watched was the one, and it's not a spoiler, but the one where Rory goes to the formal with Dean. In season one. And mm-hmm. Dean is her high school boyfriend. And. Lorela Got pregnant at 16. And in the series. It starts out. 
right at Rory's 16th birthday. And she falls asleep at Miss Patty's dance studio with Dean. And Lorela and her mother Emily have a very, very bad relationship. And Emily came over. Lorela had gotten hurt. And Emily came over to help Rory get ready for this dance. And Emily was there. And it embarrassed Lorelai that when they woke up, Rory wasn't home. And she comes running in like, Mom, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And Lorelai loses it. And I'm just like, this is the best explanation of who these characters are and why this is so important. So, like, that has to be the first episode, not the pilot. The pilot honestly kind of sucked a little. <laughs> that was, like, mid-season, but it's great. I've that about a lot of shows. Like, if I started at the pilot, I probably wouldn't keep watching for a lot of shows. Especially, like, so my friends got me on The Office when I was my master's program, I think. But they started me in somewhere in season two. Just randomly. And so me being the obsessive person that I am, I wanted to watch it all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I went back to season one and I'm like, I'm glad I didn't start here because yeah. I would have not watched anymore. But since I know it gets better, I'll endure this in order to get to the better. So I have the whole story. Yeah. It's just me. I like the whole story. Yeah. I tried watching The Office and I did start in season one and I hated it. Yeah, because season one is terrible. Yeah. I like season Season three is great. I need to like, give it another try. Stupid. I've seen like, clips. There's so many good. There's so many good references. There's so many good like uh, quotes and things like that. Yeah. And like I think I've seen them all at least twice. And first time through, you know, it's like all Jim and Pam, and you're all about it and what's going to happen. But the second time through, like I enjoyed Dwight so freaking much, like. He's just so dumb and it's hilarious and he's so serious about all of it all the time <laughs> like I just he was great I enjoyed him so much I was like this guy's doing such a good job being so crazy like that's not easy to act my favorite okay like if you don't know me you may not know I'm obsessed with Marvel I am more into the Marvel things, like the shows especially, than my husband is. I love Marvel. And so, like, spoiler alert, but also, if you have not seen this yet, you are not a real Marvel fan and you are not going to care. (laughs) But one of my favorite ever memes that I've ever seen, you know the episode of The Office. Where Jim has to be out and they hire the actress actor to come in. And like Dwight's like, you're not Jim. And then like have the picture and Pam kisses him and all that. Okay. Yes. It's fantastic. (laughs) Well. The links they go to to find Dwight are fantastic. There is a movie. 
Uh, it came out about a year ago now. That's why I'm like, if you've not seen this by now, you're not going to watch it or you really just don't care. Um, where it's called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has to go before this council and the council is uh, the X-Men. Yeah. And one it like Sir Patrick Stewart is there as Professor X and all of this. There's all of these like really cool characters, people that people have wanted to see in Marvel for years. John Karaczynski is Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> and we also always do opening night. We've only ever missed two opening nights. And when, like, I love the energy, but when John Karaczynski's face is shown, everyone loses their minds. And that's the thing. That was the spoiler people were trying to avoid for so long was that John Karaczynski is in that movie. And then one of the memes is like, I don't know what you're talking about. John Karaczynski has been in Marvel for decades now. One of the, like, minor characters that's just starting to get a bigger role is Uh that guy that played, like, fake Jim. That's amazing. He plays a police officer in Marvel. And he's been in, like, Ant-Man. And he's been in WandaVision. In Marvel for years. I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's awesome. I loved it. But anyway, that's way off topic. So sorry. Yeah. This is us. This, this is our conversation. This is, this is yeah. what we talk about. So for us this month, some other things that have been going on is we finally got Garden in. It's kind of embarrassing for me because usually we've got Garden in in April, but we didn't get anything in the ground until like June 2nd. And which is kind of a good thing because I don't know about where you guys are living, but here it has been the driest spring we have had in like decades in our area. Like the spring was so, so dry. And now our summer, we're getting like we got tons of rain in the last two weeks. Um, so in a way, it, was, it kind of made sense because we would have had the water that whole time. We got very little rain all of May and all of April. Um, and so it's just, our garden's just really late. Also, it's been a really, we had hot spells in the spring, but as far as summer goes, it's been a cool summer for us in our area. Um, yeah, we've had some hot days, but we've only had one or two days over 90. The rest of the time it's in, in the mid to low 80s or even 70s, which by this time, by early July, we're used to had a couple of weeks, 90 degree weather by now. So it's just, it's been a weird garden year. I still don't have my tomatoes in the ground. I've got them transplanted into bigger pots and they're about ready to go in the ground. So hopefully out in a fair week, I'm going to get them in the ground. But like, there's part of me that's like, this is scary. Like, everything is tiny. And usually we have stuff big enough that the kids could choose like from lots of different vegetables to take for the fair. And Edie had to take basil this year because I didn't have anything else. And Ed, he had grown himself some beets. He took those, but for the 
of project, we needed minimum of three beats. That's all he had that were big enough. It's just been a weird garden year, guys. Usually by this time of year, I had zucchini and squash coming out my ears. We might have our first picking of green beans by this point. We have beets. We have flowers blooming. Like that's our usual first week of July. And you know, there's people who are always in a race for sweet corn. And so everybody wants 4th of July sweet corn. And I've not seen any. I've not seen any at the farmer's market. I've not seen any at roadside stands. We sure don't have any. Um, it's just been, it's been a weird garden year for us. Um, also like a quarter to a third of my garden is flowers this year. Because I'm like, they're one of my favorite things. So I'm just going to grow them and I'm trying new stuff. So I've got a whole row of zinnias. I always have a whole row of zinnias. I've got a whole row of sunflowers. But then now I have a row of cosmos. And I'm trying a few different flowers that I don't usually do, like straw flower, calendula. And um, I can't remember what the other one is. It's like oak flowers or something like that. Um, so I'm super pumped about those. And we thought we were going to do raised beds, which is part of fire garden. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's so late because we kept thinking, okay, we're going to build beds. We're going to build beds. We never built beds. So that's going to have to wait for fall. Everything went in ground. Um, oh, oh, I love black raspberries. And in just the last couple of years, there's a new variety of black raspberries that came out. That's called Primal Cane. Primal Cane. Primal Cane. That came out really weird. Um, and that just means that the berries grow on the one year old, like the, that year's growth. So in the fall, if you want to, you can cut them all down. You don't have to figure out which ones are two years old and, and prune them out because normal berries, they grow on, um, stalks that are two years old. You have to wait until that stalk is two years old before you get fruit off of it. And then after it bears fruit, you're supposed to go in and cut it out and keep the one from the previous year. So that one, like, they just continually going. I hate that process. I hate that process with a passion because you're getting stuck and you're getting scratched and you're not sure if you've got the right branch all the time. Like, I just, I don't like that process. And up until now, that was the only kind of black raspberry you could get. Well, now we have primal king black raspberries. And I have a bed of them. And I'm so excited. So we won't probably get any berries this year, but they have really good reviews. They're really vigorous and hearty. And so hopefully next year, I will have black raspberries and red raspberries. 
I'm very excited about it. Nice. So we got our garden in, took forever. Um, and Chris has been very busy. He finished our pergola this month. Yes. And I love it. It actually turned out really good. We just have to keep training our wisteria that's growing up over it because it's still kind of wild. Like we've got to keep teaching it to climb over it. But my mom came over and she's like, it's going to look like something from like the Winter of Rings. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> so I'm very excited about it. We don't have a swing in it yet, but um, he hung my um, hammock swing up for me. So eventually I want to have a nice, like a longer than normal like porch swing so that all five of us could sit on it if we wanted to. Like we could have a whole bunch of people on it. But um, we haven't been able to find one that's in our budget or that's big enough yet. So we just put my hammock swing in there for now. And that's been fun. So, yeah. Nice. Some of our projects going on. I like it. We've also been um, making all of the random things this month. Uh -huh. um, a friend of mine told me about, um, we were talking about vanilla extract and how you can make vanilla extract at home. And it's really good. And I was going to make some of that. And she goes, yeah, I need to start some Nochino. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is Nochino? And she said, you use green, like not ripe yet, black walnuts. And you make an extract out of it. And people use it like they do um, vanilla extract. And I'm like, does it taste like vanilla? And she said, no, but it's it, you, you would use it like that. And some people use it like a liqueur. So... I was obsessed because we have all the black walnuts around our house. We have so many. And there's these green little walnuts that fall on your head and on your car and on the toys and in the yard. And you step on them when you're trying to go barefoot. And I was like, if I could actually do something useful with these, that would be amazing. So we named Ochino. And I have no idea how it's going to taste. But I'm really excited about it. It's a whole bunch of black walnuts like cut into quarters. Orange zest. Put... Just a very few cloves, like two cinnamon sticks, half of the vanilla bean. I think that was it. I think that's all they put in there. There might have been something else, but that, I think that was it. And then liquor, like lots and lots of liquor. So I've got like a half gallon jar full of those ingredients and then covered. I've got one that's covered with brandy and one that's covered with white rum. And I'm so excited to try them. Like, but a really long process like you have to leave them in the liquor for like three months and you have to strain it off and then let it age because the tannins from the black walnut make it really bitter but if you let it age the tannins like break down over time and so it's not bitter anymore. Yeah, i'm really i'm fascinated by the whole thing but i won't actually get to try it until like january oh wow yeah a crazy person so <laughs> <laughs> afterwards I was like this is really exciting but I gotta maintain excitement about this until January and I don't know if I have that capacity <laughs> so come January if I remember to do all the steps I'll tell you what Nochino tastes like because I've never had it before um and we also made vanilla extract I made cheese this month that was cool mm -hmm. um and it actually worked because I tried to make cheese before and it was total flop I mean it was edible but it wasn't what it was supposed to be. Um, yeah, we've, we've made all the things. We haven't taken any trips, but we've just been super, super full anyway. Like, I feel like there was stuff going on every single day. 
between making stuff, having some friends over, all the 4-H preparations. The kids still have like dog obedience and dog agility lessons and, and meetings. We had shooting sports meetings. We had regular 4-H meetings. Um, it's just been, it's been a wild month. Yeah. Oh, yes. I feel that. We did have trips. We did. You well, we have one trip uh, that was very long. We left. I'm looking at my calendar off to the side. We left June 9th and we returned June 17th. Nice. And I loved it. It was wonderful. It was very restful. But. You needed restful. We had took so much time out. That by the time we got back. There were so many things. So. All the appointments and everything like that to catch up on. Yeah. We got back in town on June 17th. June 18th is Father's Day. Then June 19th, E had his uh, 30-month exam. Well, at the same time, a friend of ours had to have a gamma knife procedure and I don't even know how to come close to explaining what that is. Um, but he has a brain tumor and he is a weatherman and we love him. He was actually in our wedding. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so fighting with brain cancer for a long time. Ever since like right after we got married. So almost seven years now. Um but he um he had to go in for his procedure and so Shane went in to help and like it was at the time we were like oh well this is perfect because like my family's not seen E in a while so we got to go stay with them they shut their road down and so if Shane he could get to work but he couldn't get back from work and he his shift was 2 a.m to 9 a.m And so it's like, well, he has to be back at a certain time to go to sleep. Right. So we were like, we're going to have to get a hotel room. And thankfully, like, the station got him a room. And I was still like, this is going to be perfect because then I can come in when the road's closed and spend time with you and let E swim in the pool. And we can have this time. And it's going to be fine. And then I remembered, oh, wait, we have this appointment. And then... Tuesday, the 19th, or no, I'm sorry, the 20th, we had an online appointment with um, our developmental interventionist at 930. No, I'm sorry, at 9. At 10, I have an appointment with a nurse practitioner, a mental health nurse practitioner, which I'll talk about later. And then at 11, I have an appointment with my therapist. And at the same time, I can't stay awake. It's a whole thing. Again, like it's it's part of what I'm going to talk about later. But the 21st, he graduated from level two in his swim class. And I wasn't handling it well leading up to it because me and him have been in the pool together once a week for two years and two months. Yeah, it's been a ritual for you guys. And I never once was like, gosh, I can't wait for him to be on his own. I loved 
every single second of it. Genuinely, deeply loved it. And I would allow my husband to have that time with him also. So like there were some times that I wasn't in the pool. I've never missed a swim class though. And even then, like, I was like, man, I wish I was in there too. I wish we could both do this. And then he, that last class, like some of the things we've been working on, he did perfectly. And we're doing our very last safe boundary. And he's sitting on the steps and the coach goes, E, congratulations. This is the very end of yours and your mom's journey. And now you're growing up and it's been really fun. But now you're a big boy. And congratulations, you are graduating. And now you're going to learn how to really swim. Because up to this point, it's just been like, what happens if you fall in? Right. It's been a emergency. It's been you know, survival. Yeah. And I am like holding back tears. And I get into the changing room and I just like collapse. And I'm crying so hard. I feel awful. Like I'm happy that he's graduating. But at the same time, like this is ending. And I've loved it so much. But, oh. Uh, at the same time like that was also the day that we got a cat it was a full emotional yeah um the 22nd we had our di visit from 9 30 until 10 30 at 11 o'clock we had our home study where someone came in and looked through our house and asked us a ton of personal questions and we had to fill out like three different forms and then at 12, she left at 11.45. At 12, we have e-social worker come in. And I'm just like, this is a full day in and of itself. And then we had other things to do each that evening. Visits, each individual visit was within a day. Like, I remember those from when mom and dad were adopting. And those home study visits are no joke. They're yeah. so intense. And, like, she's really sweet, and I appreciate her, but, like, it's just the fact that there is this person that walks into your home and says, I need to see your cabinets. Yeah. I need to see your fridge. I need to see where you store things. Um, I need to open the door and look at your garage. <laughs> And so when is like, that sale happening when you just sell the boxes and don't even open them? Like, <laughs> oh, we have discussed it at great length. And who knows at this point? We're running out of time quickly. Um, but then the 23rd, he had a haircut in Hazard, which is an hour east of us. Hour 15. And then that's at 1245. Then he has therapy in Berea, which Gosh. is 45 minutes northwest of us. Oh, <laughs> At four. And so, like, I took him to his haircut. We grabbed lunch. We saw a Nana. We came home. We went to Berea. We had therapy. 
it was the first time with a new therapist. We ate dinner. We came home and we crashed. Yeah. And then on that Saturday, my mom was like, so what are you guys going to do? And I was like, I'll see you at 11. Well, on Friday, I said, I'll see you at 11 in the morning. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I said, I'll see you at 11. Do you want to come to the house? Do you want to meet me halfway? What are we doing? How are you picking this kid up? And she was like, I'm, I'm not. And I was like, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> I need you to come get him. I will see you at 11. <laughs> and I will not have my child about 20 minutes after that. Are you coming to me? Am I coming to you? Or are we meeting halfway? You will have him tomorrow. <laughs> because mama needs to simply exist. I don't want to do anything. I'm not scheduling anything. I'm not planning anything. I will not move from the couch. I don't think I will even choose something to watch. Whatever shows up is whatever shows up. And that's pretty much what I did. So that week, other than recording, nothing else podcast related got done. Oh yeah, we we, we love y'all. But it's been it's been a whirlwind of a couple of weeks. Yeah. And even just the month, like I said, like there was just like just me. I, I just got overtaken by life. Yeah. And, I don't know, y'all. Sometimes you just, like Amanda said, you just need a space to exist and a season to just exist. And I feel like that made you. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed to exist and get things done around the house. And we still have so much. Yeah. Like, I get that. Like, <laughs> and like last week, I was so motivated. And I was able to, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to get so much done. There's nothing on my schedule this week. I am ready for this. I am going to get two episodes edited and uploaded. And I have to upload overnight now because our episodes are too long. (laughs) (laughs) We talk a lot, y'all. Sorry. (laughs) So if I'm going to upload at home, I'm going to have to upload during the middle of the night now. And it's going to take about, it takes about eight hours to upload. And I was like, this is going to be great because I'll be sitting there. It'll be charging. And then the next day I can unplug it. I can take it with me. I can edit the next episode. I can get caught up on everything else we need to do. And then the computer program crashed. (laughs) I got... To the last two minutes of the How to Keep House episode, and it just And there's no sound for the last two minutes, and I can't fix it. I'm like, thankfully, I still have the originals. Oh, good. And I'm giving my computer to my husband at some point and like, fix it, do what we can. But 
until I get that one finished, I can't edit the last episode we recorded. Then until I get that one finished, I'm not going to be able to edit this one. So who knows when this one's coming out, man? Hopefully next week. (laughs) I'm hoping that maybe even by the end of this week, like I, if I can get them done, I will do three episodes in three days. But this is where we are. Um, well, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, our last week, Tuesday morning, or no, usually we record Tuesday mornings. And Monday night, I messaged Amanda because I was like, I just haven't, I haven't written my notes. Because we've got some really cool podcasts that I'm excited about coming up, but I'm supposed to write the notes for them and I haven't. And like, I just, I can't. And so I texted her Monday night and I was like, can we please maybe put off recording for later in the week? And Amanda's like, oh, bless you. Yes, we can do that. Well, I was fully expecting to record on Thursday. I was like, I can get this done. We can be present. I can get some 4-H stuff done because... For timing, I know this isn't going to come out when we're recording, but the last week of June, we had to make four posters. We had to finish the paperwork. Each of the kids has four to five projects. Evan and Evie, not all of them, because Tori's not in 4 yet. She's not old enough. Evan and Evie have four to five projects each. That's a lot of paperwork. We needed to give chickens baths. We needed to give the dog a mother bath because she got into a spunk again. And not only did she get into a skunk, y'all, not only did she get into a skunk, she got into a skunk the night that we had tornado warnings. I had to go out after a hailstorm and give her a bath so that she could come into our house and not be outside in a tornado warning mess. But we don't have a bathtub, so I can't bring her inside to give her a bath. I am outside, literally in the rain, washing my dog, and I can see thunder and lightning four miles away. So we got most of the skunks going to smell out that night, but anytime she gets the least bit damp, you can still smell skunk. So she needed another bath because they would have dogged any points on her showmanship if her dog smelled like a skunk. Oh, that was supposed to happen last week. Um, but there was just, I had a whole bunch of things that were supposed to happen last week. And instead, I got a call from my mom Wednesday morning saying, Dad's had an accident. We're loading him in the ambulance right now. We're headed to the ER. Please pray. Some of y'all are family or friends, and you know my daddy. And you know, for him to consent to an ambulance driving him anywhere is dire. And so, praise God, my sister, my my next sister, was already at the hospital for a different appointment. She's the nurse sister. And so, she went down to the ER because she worked there. And she already had a room lined up. She already had a doctor prepped. She already had like handpicked her favorite nurses and said, can you watch over my dad? And um, she took care of the hospital part. I took care of the home and farm part on Wednesday. 
they decided that evening that he needed to be in a trauma unit in Louisville because he had broken too many bones and he may have a puncture in his lung. He definitely had a concussion. So they sent him to Louisville. And Thursday, I took my mom down to Louisville and we spent the day there. And praise God, he didn't need surgery. And the hole in his lung was a thing, but it was small. And they're like, we just need to keep you sat up and watch out for pneumonias. We're not going to do surgery, so it's going to make you feeling so much worse. Um, and then we thought he was going to be there. We really did. I took her down again Friday morning so that she could be with him because he thought that he had heard the doctor say that he was going to get released. Um, and he actually did hear that. We, we, it was just hard to know because he was on muscle relaxers and they, it's really hard to focus and think when you're on those muscle relaxers. They long because where he had in the bones, his muscles were spasming because of all of the pain and everything going on. That's what the muscle relaxers were for. Um, so I took her down Friday, but I couldn't stay because the kids' projects were due to be turned in Saturday morning. And we had taken time for that. We had not made a single poster yet. And we needed to turn in four posters between 9 and 12 o'clock Saturday morning. <laughs> so I ran her down and praised God, my sister, and her fiance came in and they helped us make, make posters. And my husband came and he helped us make posters after I dropped my mom off. And my aunt and uncle came down and did pick up dad when he was just like discharged from the hospital. So, um, it is, it went wild, guys. It went wild. I spent all day Thursday keeping people updated and making sure things were organized and, like, advocating with mom for dad and keeping him company. And um, it's been a ride. Um, but, like I said, dad's going to be fine. He's home. Um, you know, bones take a while to heal, so he's got a while to heal for his bones. But he's going to be okay. And we're catching up. <laughs> because we finally, we got the posters turned in on Saturday. And we got all of the records sheets done with lots of stress on Saturday. Um, and it was storming. They were supposed to have like the 4-H Sunday thing, which they usually do after you turn in your posters and your record sheets and your exhibit hall projects and then they have a fun day where they have um, pizza lunch and they do like um, tug of war and competitions between the 4-H clubs and things like that and it was still storming on Saturday so we need to reschedule which was kind of a bummer because the kids were looking forward to having the pizza party but I was also kind of relieved that we could be done <laughs> mm -hmm. so we picked up pizza and came home and had our own pizza party um so we love you guys but life happened yeah and it's just set us back yeah that's so. what happens when we have a mommy podcast literally <laughs> anything can happen anything anything can happen all the things can happen so um my medical issues have not been nearly as scary or severe. Uh, but the first week of June, I was given 
Maybe even the last week of May. I don't even know. I don't know anymore. I think it was the last week of May because I think you told me about it initially right after our trip to Florida. And we went like the third week of May. Probably. So I think it was the last week of May that you told me that you suspected and you had an appointment. I feel like I feel like that's probably. Um, but I have been talking with my therapist about like, I feel like I'm going crazy. I need medication. Like there is something wrong with me. And I had heard of this thing called PMDD online. And I was like, oh, well, that sounds really scarily familiar, but whatever. Like I have PCOS. I don't have PMDD. And then I, um, I sometimes experience, um, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble focusing. <laughs> I sometimes experience, and this is going to be a little too TMI, but it's called period flu. I'm where sure that the, on a mommy podcast, there's not a lot of TMI. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good to say it, but... <laughs> Y'all know what you signed up for. Okay, you've been around here long enough. But, you know, we we get into the PMI stuff. Um, But I sometimes experience what's called period flu. And when that happens, while I'm on my cycle, I get really, really, really ill. And it's like I have the the flu Um, on top of everything else. And I have PCOS, so like that's, and I was looking up remedies for how to deal with period flu when I came across PMDD signs and symptoms, and I'm reviewing it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all of this. I have trouble concentrating, obviously. We've discussed that before. I have trouble sleeping. Um, I do experience, like I've diagnosed depression and anxiety, but my therapist and I have discussed lately how it gets so much worse around my cycle. And so she suggested I talk with a mental health nurse practitioner at her office. And I like, I agreed and I talked to them and they confirmed, sorry, they confirmed my PMDD diagnosis. And that stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And I literally go crazy the week before I start my cycle and it lasts through my cycle so they started me there's only two medications that help Paxil and Effexor and Effexor is really like the best but it's kind of scary because missing one dose the way my therapist described it if you miss one one dose you you can be in trouble you miss two doses you could be close to hospitalization and so for the first little bit like I'm taking my medicine correctly even on vacation I took my medicine correctly I didn't skip a dose and then I get home and life happens and I had that crazy week and I did not take it correctly and I was even more crazy. And then I'm reading 
Um, and one of the symptoms of effexor uh, withdrawal is narcolepsy. And let me tell you, the Tuesday that we spent with my husband, I slept as late as I could that morning. I go straight there. I have an appointment immediately. I take a 10-minute nap between some appointments. As soon as, you know, that appointment's over, they go to play. I can't go to the pool to play with them because I have to take a nap. They wake me up. I say, I need more sleep. Can you please go to Walmart to pick up the things we need for the cat? They go do that. They come back and I say, we need lunch. Can you go back out and get lunch? And I don't tell them it's because I need to take a nap. They came in and I still hadn't woke up. I napped the rest of the time I was there. Um, I went to my mom's house and I took another nap and I was in bed by nine. And I'm telling my therapist about it. And she was like, yep, you need to take your medicine. <laughs> I was like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And she gave me like some suggestions of setting alarms and all that. And it has worked. It is really, really helping. But there I was, was going to say, like, for people who can't take their medicine, something that's helped me is having multiple bottles. And I have one in my purse and one in my car and one in my cabinet at home and one in my bedroom. And it sounds excessive, but I have four bottles for my medicine that I really have to take regular. And that it helps with one of the barriers of, oh, I forgot to take it at home, but I remembered when I was out so I can take it immediately when I remember. Yeah. Well, there was one day where I didn't take it uh, recently, like this week, and I was telling Diana about it before I started experiencing word salad, and I'm trying, like, I know the words I need to say. I'm seeing the words I need to say. I cannot for the life of me say, say those words, and so I freaked out. I panicked. I took my medicine, and I have taken it regularly ever since because that terrified me. Um, but if you think you could potentially be suffering from PMDD, look up the symptoms. Talk to your doctor. Talk to a nurse practitioner. Talk to a mental health nurse practitioner. Talk to a therapist. Talk to somebody. Because I can tell a difference when I was taking it correctly, I saw such a big difference in how I handled, was able to handle my cycle. I did not take it correctly to prepare myself and my body for this cycle. And I told Diana last night I cried for 20 minutes because my kid was cute. <laughs> I mean, he is cute. I had been watching a movie about being in love. It was called How to Be Single. And it was it was a fun movie. And like, yeah, there is a sad storyline, but it's a fun movie. And he comes walking in in his cute little footy pajamas. And he goes, hi there, mama. And he wants to clap over in bed with me. And he lays his head over on me and he goes, Nemo. And we watched the movie Finding Nemo together. And I was like, yeah, we had a good time watching that, didn't we, buddy? And he goes, yeah, Nemo. And I said, well, we'll watch it tomorrow. And he goes, Nemo tomorrow, Mama. 
<laughs> and then Shane is like trying to tell him, like getting him ready for bed. And he's like, okay, tell mama good night. I love you. And he goes, mama, I love you. And he was just so darn cute. And I just started crying. And I'm like, <laughs> he'd asked for an ice cream before bed, which I know is terrible, but <laughs> if he's asking for some type of food, he gets it. Because he doesn't eat enough. Well, he asks for ice cream. Shane goes to get him an ice cream. And he's like, if you don't hurry up and get in here. He's like, could you send your kid in, please? And I was like, no. Sorry. We're having a moment right now. (laughs) And then I finally do make him go in to eat the ice cream. And I'm like following behind him crying. And I have to sit down beside of him. And now he's asking for blankets. And so I'm like sharing a blanket with him while he eats his ice cream. And I'm just watching him and I'm crying. And Shane's like, I've never seen like this before. What is wrong? And I was like, there's nothing wrong. He's just so cute. And he's like, well, it's okay. We want him to grow up and get older. And, like, it's a good thing. And I was like, I'm not even worried about that. That's not what's wrong here. Have you seen him? Have you seen his eyes? Look at these lashes. Oh, my gosh, I just saw a dimple. (laughs) And E is, of course, just going, like, I'm getting all kinds of attention right now. And he goes, this is great. Because he knows that's going to get more attention. Yeah. So, yeah. Me. I'm pleased that we saw a difference with the, with the medicine specifically. Because so often with any kind of like anxiety or depression medicine, I mean, like the standard recommendation is give it three months before you see the full. And I'm sure you'd see more effects as time goes on. But the fact that you saw a benefit so quickly, that's really good. Yeah. Even you're not seeing the right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what's the action for investment? That's just you being a nerdy, nosy nerd. Like, is it, is it a SSRI? Is it a... It's an like, SNRI. SNRI, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah. So, it works with neurotransmitters and produces, helps produce serotonin. So, yeah, and it like when I take it correctly, it works great. (laughs) Yay! Medicine. Everyone take your medicine. Yes. So, uh, one more thing that I wanted to share with you guys before we go that we did this month that I just remembered that was fun. Um, We all know we're nerds. We are very proud nerds. Um, and we got, Cliff and I got to take a date and go to the Kentucky Ren Fair this month in June. And if y'all are anywhere close, it goes all the way through July. It's worth it. It's so much fun. And if you dress up, it's even better. So, um, we got to be our nerdy selves. We didn't go full on like dress up regalia because it's just too hot. Like I'm not going to wear all the layers. He made this really cool cloak that he likes to wear, but it was just too hot. So I think he wore his shirt and took his staff and his belt. And I think I had a skirt and my corset and my foxtail. And that was it. That's what we took. Um, but if you guys get a chance to go. It's great fun. And I think this year we're going to try to save up to go to the really big one in Ohio in October. Nice. And I'm so pumped. There's a family here that wanted to go to the Kentucky one with us. 
but it just didn't work out. They had like band stuff and camp stuff and all kinds of fun stuff going on on the weekend. But October is a lot more open for them. And they want their kids to get to go too. I think their kids that's really love it. Um, so we're going to try to do like a double family trip in October sometime to go to the big one. And then it's going to be cool enough that we can wear all the clothes and we can wear all the fun stuff. Um, so that was good. I'm going to finish. Like we had, uh, we had crazy things, but we had good things this month too. Yes. That's kind of my update. I mean, like there's other things. I went blueberry picking. I made rhubarb jam. Person, um, Tori ate so many blueberry or uh, mulberries and picked so many that her fingers and her feet, because she was stepping on them, my friends were like, oh, it looks like she's got leprosy or something. <laughs> they were so gross and purple and black, like Cooper, she just ate so many of them and stepped on them and scooped them. So I think there were good things this month too. June was good. It just was the end of it was wow. Yeah. It was it was wild. So, I won't go into 4 H stuff this week. That's a July thing. We'll do that often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Sticking with us through all of our like tangents and side stories and all that mm-hmm. and our life chaos yes so we love you guys and we hope that you find beauty in your unvarnished life this week talk to you soon bye bye